Good morning. It's Sunday School with Maisie and Tim. Welcome That's to the Marvelous the... Miss Maisie. I'm Maisie. Welcome Lord. to Sunday School. Welcome to Sunday School with Maisie and Tim. That's the new name of the podcast. We're changing Sunday it. School, please turn to page 400 in your Bible textbook. And by Bible textbook, we mean Wikipedia pages on the MCU. Here we go, baby. And today we're taking a little uh we're taking a little detour. We have a little oh uh nexus, if you will. Oh. I hate myself. We're talking <laughs> WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're talking WandaVision. This is the first TV show that we're gonna talk about. Um yeah, they made, Marvel made some TV shows previously. Okay, this that isn't the like first TV show we've ever talked about, but it is the well, first <laughs> TV show episode because I've certainly been talking about a lot of TV shows. You have certainly been dropping uh, mad references. Yeah, uh, left. We got right. Euphoria. We got yeah. The list goes on. <laughs> we got Euphoria, and so That's on. The and so only forth. one that I can remember that I've discussed. <laughs> uh, but WandaVision, uh, Maisie. Uh... I guess uh, thoughts and expectations going into yeah, Wanda. So, so I guess maybe opinions on Wanda and Vision as characters. Yeah. Curiosity hearkening, about where the story could go. Harkening back to our original discussion of starting this, I think my words were something along the lines of it's like a, every episode is kind of a, a pays homage to a, a show or a sitcom throughout the decades. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't wrong. No, you weren't. You weren't. Uh, but they, still they, confused as hell. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think I I really enjoyed WandaVision when it came out. It was really like it was released episodically weekly. Uh, so uh, it's a little different to to go on it from like it was a, a bit of a a journey because uh, it wasn't just like you, you could binge it and fight, figure out what happened. There was like a lot of like discussion and intrigue. Yeah. Uh, regarding like what was going on in the show. But I think it's a pretty, it's a really uh, fun sort of mystery box. And yeah, it was really fun to watch. And mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, what is happening? What is going on here? Yeah. Um, I never really thought of, yeah, do I miss Vision 100%, like, big time. And now with this show, I'm like, oh, I'm just in love with the robot, I think. <laughs> you, I just, I think I, oh, no. Oh, what yeah, a show. I am in love with a sentient <laughs> robot from the MCU. They they do a good job. I mean, I, I remember when I first saw Infinity War, and there's, a there's like, that big moment in the end where, where Vision dies, and there's, like, the music playing, and it's slow yeah. motion, and he says, like, I love you, and, like, blows up and then time turns back he gets his head ripped out again yeah. and and i remember being like i don't care mm. like like i remember kind of being like like thinking of wanda and vision as characters just kind of like they're not super fully developed yeah it's weird that there's this large emotional crux on them in this big movie and then fucking four years later they release a TV show that like is real, like does a really good job of making you give a shit about both yeah. Of these characters. Um, yeah, I was kind of like not iffy on Wanda, but just like okay, yeah, that's Wanda with her weird um, Rubik's cube magic, <laughs> Rubik's that. cube hands. And I still really don't like how they do the magic in this, but <laughs> um, it's like I really like this show, but I hate that it's about superheroes 
This is the second time in a row that you've said that. Like, we watched Spider-Man last time, and you're like, man, I wish they were, this was just following these kids around their high school. Yeah, when they're, yeah, when, when Wanda or Vision fly, or honestly, <laughs> Agnes, for that matter, I'm just like, oh, I, you had me with the reality <laughs> and, like, the possibility of this realm. I will definitely agree with you. If there's a criticism I can lob at this, it's it's that it's so fun and creative when it's doing like the sitcom stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and and then it just becomes another Marvel thing by the yeah. end. Like by the end, it's just like, ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Here's the aesthetic that I am used to. Just the big CGI blobs being tossed at each other. Yeah. And, um, it's like so it's a little, it's almost like I don't even know what the right word is. I was going to say saccharin, but that's not right. It's like this fakey magic that's like almost too easy. Whereas, it's disappointing. Where, You're just yeah, like, it's oh, disappointing. Okay, no. Like basically juxtaposed with like how uh, maybe original is not the right word for this show that is like nothing like I've ever seen before. Original just, is like yeah. a weird word, obviously, because it is such a uh, homage to those TV shows, but like a really cool way to tell a story and a really and a story I haven't really seen before. So it's super creative. The first three episodes that are just straight up, you know, episodes from a from a a fake TV show called WandaVision. You know, yeah. like like that that's what the first three episodes are. And it's then like episode textbook. four, it's like I love Lucy. it starts it starts, you know, zooming out and giving yeah. you the story. It's it's I, I think the best way I can describe it is like it's a cool mystery box and you're like, ooh, what's the mystery? And then you open yeah. up the box and you're like, oh, it's just another Marvel property. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. But what a box. Ooh, yeah. what a cool box. Cool they box. Put it in. Still confused uh, as hell, but yeah. Sure. Do you wanna just uh, let's let's just go through it? Yeah. Okay. That's about this. But episode one. Uh, filmed before a live studio audience. Newlywed couple, Wanda Maximoff and Vision, move to the town of Westview in a black and white 1950s setting. They attempt to blend in, despite Vision being an android, and Maximoff having telekinesis and reality warping abilities. One day they notice a heart drawn on their calendar, but cannot remember what the occasion is. Vision goes to his job. Uh, Maximoff decides the heart represents their anniversary. Uh, their neighbor, Agnes, who's played by Katherine Hahn, Oh, uh, national Catherine, treasure. Catherine Hahn is, is so good. She's, She's just so, so good. And she fits into every little, like, nosy, like, the nosy neighbor's been the trope in sitcoms oh, yeah. for it's ever. It's Kimmy Gibbler. It's, yeah. <laughs> But she just gets to like she nailed it and she, in the 1950s show. She's like, "Hey, all you cool cats! Oh, yeah, it's perfect. That's the also, that's the cat's pajamas." Yeah, I when I first started watching this, I remembered that Catherine Hahn was in this, and I vaguely remember someone saying that she was uh like an evil character but when i watched this i was like no i must have remembered that incorrectly like she's and so then, great and then oh imagine my surprise <laughs> uh while uh maximoff decides a heart represents her anniversary neighbor agnes introduces herself to maximoff and helps her prepare to celebrate that night Vision amazes his coworkers with his speed, but is unsure what his company actually does. He's reminded that the dinner, that the heart represents his plans for him and Maximus to host his boss, Mr. Hart, and his wife for dinner. Mr. Hart, Kitty. played by played by Fred Melibed, and Mrs. Hart, played by Jet Denver Joe Rupp. Uh, yeah. Wonderful character actors. They yeah. do. <laughs> this is 
And I also like how Deborah Jo Rupp shows up later, but Fred Melamed is just in this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they should, like they never show Fred Melamed like coming out of his like plumber job like, or something. Yeah. Mm, this is terrible. I hate this. What have you done? Great You're making voice. my brain hurt. Yeah. Thank I you. Like his voice. He's a very good voice. I like him in Lady Dynamite, a wonderful program on Netflix. Have you seen In a World with Lake Bell? Oh, very good movie. Yeah, he really plays good movie. Like Bell's dad as like the super supportive you know, world. dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's great. I yeah, I love that movie. I love him. I when I saw him in this, I was like, oh hell yeah! It's yeah. like he's one of those actors that I always really like when he shows up and stuff. He was in Shiva Baby him. last year. That was a really good movie. Ah, uh, boy, boy. Maximoff and Vision struggle to hide their abilities while making a last-minute dinner. While interrogating Maximoff and Vision, Mr. Hart chokes on his food, and Vision uses his abilities to save him. All this takes place on the fictional sitcom WandaVision, which someone is watching on television. A oh, yeah. commercial during the WandaVision program. During each episode, there's a commercial break, and yeah. they have like a little commercial that... Uh, I guess it just represents a piece of wanda's trauma or something yeah. like that that's the way that i've interpreted it like the the first episode it's like a stark industries toaster, toaster that like keeps beeping and you're like oh that's the stark industries bomb that she like looked at uh, oh, all yeah. those years there's a there was one where she had a it was like watches by the Strucker, watch. and it had yeah. the hydra logo and Strucker's the name of the uh, dude who like experimented on her um so it's all and but it's creative it's like done in a way that's yeah like, it's gorgeous and it's unsettling like yeah what is it about all those commercials that's like a little like it's like in a minor key on a piano mm -hmm. it's like a little yeah. like ooh. something's off here uh i think it yeah. does a, a that's why it's i what i like the creativity of the show is like the it was a mystery box when they when each episode came out there'd be like you know reddit forums just being like what does the what does the the hydra uh soap represent uh yeah <laughs> does it mean that we're gonna be getting other this character like what is it yeah uh but first episode it's uh uh like a i love lucy dick van dyke kind of uh kind of vibe um bewitched definitely yeah i got bewitched in the second episode big time mm -hmm. I yeah. was so happy with myself when they opened up the suitcase later on and there were, there was like, I love Lucy. There was bewitched uh, Mary mm -hmm. Tyler Moore show, Dick Van Dyke. And then there was straight up, there was Malcolm in the middle. And yeah. I thought I was thinking too hard about that one episode. That is like <laughs> exactly like Malcolm in the middle. And then she's watching Malcolm in the middle with vision. And yeah. Vision. And there's it's, that. It's funny because the man has suffered a grievous injury. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And then there's that. Okay. It was a little meta to see the uh, Full House kind of oh, yeah. episode. And I because was like, she... oh, your sisters are in that. You little Olsen. Um, you little Olsen triplet. But yeah, I guess thoughts on this first episode. The it, It's it's pretty bluntly, like, straightforwardly, like, oh, this is a goofy sitcom. And then they have the dinner and, and it, like, changes camera angles. Yeah, and then I... it's suddenly, like, suddenly intense and... And you're suddenly Stop. like, why is she freaking out? And you want to know because, like, I guess knowing little bits, baby bits about the show, I'm like, what is really happening here? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I – and then the last scene where someone's taking notes or something on the show, I was like, yeah. oh, 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 o
And if I told you then and there that that person taking notes was going to be Kat Dennings, you would have turned the show off right there. <laughs> I would have. Honestly, I really liked her in this show. I'll be real. She didn't do it. Yeah, she wasn't as like uh, bluntly Itzy. annoying as she yeah. is in other stuff. Probably um, because she has a da- doctorate in astrophysics now. And I yeah, respect she doesn't have her to, like, more. She doesn't have to sit next to Natalie Portman, who's the smart one, and she has to play a foil to that. She yeah. just gets to be the, you know, kind of smarty pants. And that's why I like her. And she also saves the day later on. But yeah. Uh-huh. Darcy. Uh, all right. Episode two. Don't touch that dial. Uh, in a 1960s setting, Maximoff and Vision hear strange noises outside their house. They prepare their magic act for a neighborhood talent show. Maximoff and Agnes spend the day with the show's planning committee, led by Dottie, and Vision attends a neighborhood watch meeting where he accidentally swallows some chewing gum. Adorable. Again, this is like so cute. It's like such yeah. a, I don't know. Like, this is so creative and fun. Like, yeah. uh, be, like being in a writer's room, being like, all right, we got... We got fucking. We're doing Bewitched and uh, and uh, you know Mary Tyler Moore show yeah. this week. Uh, what can we do with Vision? Yeah, that, oh, he eats a piece of gum and it gets all caught in his wires, and he's like, "Whoa, I can't do it." He's like, like for all so... intents and purposes, he's drunk. But like, when you're a child watching this show in the '60s, you can't just show someone getting drunk. Yeah, but you can show a robot eating bubble gum, and it, for all intents and purposes, has the same effect on him. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's so fun. I think it's just, I don't know. Uh, it, makes me, friend... it does make me want to watch these shows. It makes me want to go put on Dick Van Dyke and just watch for a few episodes. I remember I, I took, uh, I was a film and television studies major in college before uh, we, my college and I had this disagreement where I like had to go to classes and uh, pass things. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? I was so fucking weird. Um, but the, I had like a history of television class that was just just going through each of the sitcoms and learning like the the growth and the changes and it's so it's it's like there's so many sitcoms that age so well and are just the and i think that this show kind of shows that that style is kind of timeless yeah that it's just it's just funny i'm just sitting here being like well that's funny and creative even though it's something from like 50 years ago you know yeah uh, Maximoff the friends another neighbor Geraldine played by Tiana Paris uh, and notices more us. strange things oh yeah she's so fun um, a yellow and red toy helicopter in their black and white world a voice on the radio that seems to be speaking to her and a red blood stain thanks to the gum caught in his internal mechanism Vision appears to be intoxicated at the talent show and publicly reveals his abilities Maximoff uses her own abilities to make this look like simple magic tricks and fixes vision by removing the gum. They return home, and Maximoff becomes visibly pregnant when they see a strange beekeeper emerging from a manhole on their street. Maximoff resets their reality to before the figure appears. The setting changes to full color as it moves to the 1970s. Commercial is for Strucker Watches. Thoughts on episode two? Yeah. So this is when... Open it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The first episode when the Mr. Hart chokes on the thing, I'm like, what's happening here? Is it her just having like a flashback or whatever? But at the end of this episode, I'm like, okay, shit's really not as it seems. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I texted you something along the lines of like, is this an alternate universe? Or like mm-hmm. it, things are starting to kind of come together. Like M- Wanda has some control that everyone else doesn't have, or she has some ability that that others don't have to create this world. So I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? That's what the the question was early on was like, 
is this Wanda just doing it by herself or is she under control of something? Is someone manipulating her to, to do that? Yeah. So that was the, and I was always squarely on the, on the side of like, oh, this is just Wanda. And like, this is like a grief show or whatever. And then in the end, they're like, well, yes, but also there's the other witch. And it's like- yeah. Also, so going right into the beginning of the next episode. Yeah. Um, if you, I don't know if you want to read a little bit no, of it. No, go but- ahead. Uh, in the 1970s setting, Dr. Nielsen says Maximoff is four months pregnant and everything is fine before leaving for an intended holiday with his wife. While Vision sees Nielsen out, he sees his neighbor, Herb, unknowingly cut through their wall. Uh, Maximoff and Vision paint a nursery while debating what to name their child before Maximoff's pregnancy elevates to six months. Okay. Uh, she, yeah. Okay, pause here. So this is when everything I knew about the last two episodes I started to think like, oh, are they, you know, is this an alternate timeline where they are timeless and they just are living through different worlds? And so I I got on this own tangent in my own mind of like, what is this alternate timeline? This reminds me a little bit of the Avengers Endgame. Yeah, like, like a yeah. Is it like a multiverse kind of thing. Or they, yeah, and are like how she she's... going back in time to like try and live with Vision or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, and is she just like speeding up time so that, they're together for longer for, for or not. so she doesn't have to suffer through a fucking break yeah so that's something that i was like oh she's just doing this on her own because she doesn't really want to be pregnant she would rather yeah. just have the kids and the perfect family yeah it's yeah and that's precise that's kind of precisely what it is um yeah uh the beekeeper what'd you think of when the beekeeper came out of the sewer and then she was just like no no and then, no. And then she's just like no and uh, like I didn't have too many thoughts on that. I was more enthralled by the, like the the little toy helicopter and the blood. Mm-hmm. It was like in the Wizard of yeah. Oz when everything is in color. And the the radio when she when someone's talking to her is right. like Wanda, who's doing this to you, Wanda? Um, yeah, that was me thinking. I mean, not that wasn't me. That was in this timeline of me watching the show. I was like, <laughs> oh, they're connecting timelines or something. Uh, so like, I still like really talking to her through a different dimension or whatever yeah, yeah exactly that's what i thought uh there was a lot i remember when uh when this was coming out that there was a lot of um a lot of and i and uh and and this is actually true i i, I read a, a little bit of trivia about it that they made some changes due to covid um that a lot of people thought that the commercials were dr strange trying to like contact wanda like trying to get to wanda mm. and apparently in the the there was supposed to be a scene with dr strange in the last episode mm-hmm. uh where her and he and wanda like meet and he's like hey that was really fucked up what you did <laughs> like hey man i'm like in charge of magic on earth and you you hey you did a Fuck bad off. thing yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just such a mystery box and the, and the, the pregnancy speed up and, and we're in the seventies now we're in the, you know, Brady bunch, very uh, groovy Brady yes. bunch. Love that. Uh, when she begins contractions, her abilities begin to move things in the house. Eventually, eventually shut down the entire town's power. Those are the moments that I think are really fun when they just do like the, Oh, their powers are going off in a wacky way, and it yeah. looks like practical effect. They do like practical effects with like, I don't know, the first episode when there's like, you know, floating uh, uh, plates that are clearly yeah. on wire. Like- yeah, that's something really sweet about 
old timey television though. Mm-hmm. But this also just reminded me that like, uh, or not reminded me, it showed me that like, oh, once Wanda's focus isn't on, you know, creating this world, if her focus is on delivering these kids then everything around her starts to crumble a yeah. little bit. Uh, Geraldine arrives and helps Maximoff deliver twins, Billy and Tommy. Vision. You know, the funny thing about Wanda is that twins run in her family both on and off set. I don't know uh, if you know this, but she's the sister of the Olsen twins. She's the sister of the Olsen twins. She herself is a twin with Pietro, and she had twins, Billy and Tommy. It's yeah, like so it's like everything. You know, where you, it's, wherever you go, wherever you everywhere go, you look, <laughs> there's a there's place. A, place. <laughs> a hand to hold on to. Oh, whatever happened to <laughs> okay we're coming to you live from san francisco let's go <laughs> vision catches agnes and herb gossiping outside there's like a weird scene where yeah wait so let's go back a little bit to yeah. herb cutting the the fence is that just supposed yeah. to be like I a th- metaphor of agnes kind of coming through and like breaking down the wall what's going on I think there it's, i think it's more of like a glitch like you see it a little bit with um i mean wanda's controlling the whole town is like right. basically simultaneously simulating like like control over an, an, the entire town and you see it in certain episodes where they, he goes to the outskirts of town and it's like kind of slowly yeah like things uh, are really only moving just a little bit yeah like running on running on, running on real low uh, calibration here yeah. um but i saw it more as like up oh, glitch oh well that you know oops i cut the fence uh like okay. that kind of thing but it was the the conversation that Herb and Agnes have where they're like, do you know who Geraldine is? Like, I yeah. don't know about Geraldine. And it's and then Herb is almost like, no, because we're or whatever. And then but then there was also a line earlier where uh, where Agnes is like, do you want me to take the line again? Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't how you wanted it. Right. I can I could just do it again. And Vision freaks out like what yeah. is happening with Agnes? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, wait, what was I going to say about this? Oh, yeah. Okay. So they don't know who Geraldine is. And the conversation that they have is basically leading you to believe that it's all about people who didn't survive the blip and where did they, where were they for the last five years or something? Yeah. But it that really, kind of thing. it's just like not that simple and so much mm-hmm. more complicated. But now I'm like, am I overthinking this as fuck? I mean, it really is simple as, uh, 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 Agnes or Ag- Agatha, I guess Agatha is, you know, kind of trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And, sh- and she's like, wait, this person wasn't here earlier. And yeah. so it's almost like her trying to like using the other characters and being like, hey, Vision, who's this person? Hmm. Yeah. And just like, like scratch, scratch a little bit at Wanda. Being like, where she, you know, doing her little yeah. smiles and winks. Yeah, and you whatever. love that meme. You love that meme, don't you? I do. Yeah. Catherine Hahn is great. Big yeah, fan. She's great. Love her. <laughs> uh, they talk about Geraldine who has just arrived in town and does not have a home or family inside Maximoff interrogates Geraldine after the latter reveals that she knows Ultron killed Maximoff's twin brother Pietro Maximoff noticed that Geraldine is wearing a pendant with a sword emblem on it when Vision returns Geraldine is gone outside of Westview Geraldine emerges through a wall of static and is surrounded by sword agents uh the mystery continues to unfold yeah very cool very yeah. cool very i'm creepy. still confused creepy when, cool. when she's just like he was killed by ultron wasn't he and then it's just like 
Yeah, like let's go to commercial break. Yeah. Big time. Um yeah, so I guess uh it started this was the one where it's just like, okay, so we'll learn more <laughs> yeah. next episode, I'm sure. Um you best believe that I was just like, yep, next episode, let's go. <laughs> Uh, commercial was for a hydro soaked bath powder. It was like a cube. It was, it was just doing the Tesseract or whatever. Yeah. Um, episode four, we interrupt this program. Uh, this is the break. This is where it's just full on like, all right, Exposition. we'll tell you what happened. Yeah. Uh, because it's I was just like, like, please tell me what's going on. <laughs> it basically rewinds like a week and we now, uh, see the, uh, uh the rest from, uh, Monica Rambo, who is, uh, Tiana Paris. Geraldine is actually Monica Rambo who uh, we have seen previously in Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, where she was a tiny little baby girl. Yeah, um, she was great. And I remember yeah. you saying that we'll see more of her. And I was, I forgot yes. that, but it was cool to see her back. Uh, I think this scene is so fucking cool. Uh, Captain Monica Rambo, an agent of S.W.O.R.D., returns to life following the blip to find her mother. Maria has died of cancer. It's just basically the episode starts and it's just dust becoming a person yeah and then she's just walking through a hospital where everyone's coming back and just the everyone's like yeah ah, that ah, in hindsight ah, oh, very oh. cool that like yeah. everyone who disappeared in the blip literally is just exactly right where they are and the hospital just freaks out well i think it's cool i mean that's why this sort of universe thing is so cool because we see it we see it from a different, like when we saw people returning from the blip in spider-man it was like home video footage of like a, a a a marching band coming back in the middle of a basketball game yeah. like and, and they get hit with a basketball like like they play it super comedically and then yeah. in this one it's like no that'd be scary as hell yeah it'd be like horrifying to like wake up and be like no i just took what a nap next to my mom and it's like no she died three years ago you've been gone for five years yeah there's Very a spooky. there's a bunch of did explosions you, happening in uh, in upstate New York right now because of this. Um, did you feel like you needed to rewatch the series after you had all that exposition and could kind of understand it more? Because now I kind of feel like I want to rewatch it. Yeah, you want to give it like a oh now that I know what happened. Yeah, I, yeah, I I didn't rewatch it. I rewatched this episode. I rewatched episodes uh, one, four, and then nine mm -hmm. uh, just so to sort of recap me for this one. So I did rewatch this episode. Um, but yeah, it definitely does, like this episode giving you that context almost makes you want to go back and like I don't know. It's a clever uh, clever show. Yeah. Clever show. Very clever show. Three weeks later, Rambo returns to work and is sent by acting director Tyler Hayward, who boo, ooh, that guy sucks. Uh, yeah, to but help. he's hot as fuck. Is he hot as fuck? Is he a hot guy? Like he's a hot, like, a, like, hot he's hot in like a, like a dad kind of way. Like he's got yeah, dad like, hotness to him. Please come teach my soccer coach team. Now turn Tyler. around and bend over. <laughs> <laughs> and give me some orange slices. I'm parched from halftime. <laughs> Tyler Hayward. To help FBI agent Jimmy Woo. With the return of Jimmy Woo. I don't know if you realize this, but when he shows up, he is like Jimmy Woo. And he gives his card and he does like a little hidden trick uh, because he was. Uh, he was in all into card games. He was into like or card, card magic. tricks. Yeah. Because he did close hand magic and he was like, how'd you do that? All through Ant-Man. And so then when he meets her here, he's like. Jimmy Woo. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. And he's had like and a then, little growing up moment. And then later when he gets out of the handcuffs, he like takes him and he goes, ah, flourish. And it's just, 
just like, oh, yeah. I love Randall he's, Park. Randall Park yeah, is great. He's really bumbly in the first. I'm glad he kind of grows up throughout this show. <laughs> yeah, he, he he gets he's he's an FBI agent. He's a good, but I love that he's like they're gonna be in here within the hour, and then he like steals a phone and he's like, hey, can you be here? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, within the hour. Nice bluff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, helps FBI agent Jimmy Woo with a missing person case in Westview, New Jersey. They discover bum, a hexagonal static CMBR field surrounding the town, which Rambo is pulled into. Uh, within 24 hours, S.W.O.R.D. establishes a base around the town and sends drones and an agent in to investigate. Dr. Darcy Lewis, uh, who we last saw in Thor, uh, The Dark World. The worst uh, one. The worst one. We haven't seen Darcy Lewis since like the fifth movie, the like seventh movie in this franchise. Yeah, that's a, that's um yeah. So she had enough time to go grab her doctorate and ask. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, she studies the phenomena and discovers a broadcast signals for the sitcom WandaVision. They use these to observe events inside the town, learning that the real residents have been cast in the sitcom and seeing Rambo appear as Ger Geraldine. Lewis and Wu unsuccessfully attempt to use the radio to contact Maximoff. So that was the thing from earlier. Um, when Rambo mentions Ultron, Maximoff casts her out of the town. Maximoff then temporarily sees Vision appear as he did when he died before settling back into her sitcom life with him. That was uh, terrifying. Yeah. where she it, And it shows the scene where she's just like, you're not from here. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Get out of my town. And then just like blows her out of there. And you're like, yeah. and then she, uh, Rambo says something along the lines of, it's just Wanda. It's all just Wanda. And so then you're like, oh, so this is just her losing it uh, yeah. after her boyfriend died. There's that creepy thing where she turns and he's like got the hole in his head. Yeah. Like with the eyes glazed over. That was mm -hmm. scary. Mm -hmm. It was very, um, like, oh, uh, Wanda doesn't know how to deal with trauma and grief. Yeah, so the, the what's, what is established here in this episode is that, uh, I guess, um, Hayward says that she came and stole Vision's body. Yeah. So that, uh, uh, that we later learned learn was a lie, and Hayward's got his own little, uh, you know, creepy-deepy shit um, going on, which I don't fully understand, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah, wait, so she didn't actually steal the body? She didn't, no. Because okay. we see when in the episode where we flash back and we see her like go to the facility. Yeah. She just goes, you know, sees has that. Has a moment. Has a moment with him and then leaves. Yeah, uh, okay. So Hayward is being manipulative. Um, I love a sexy manipulative man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like Hayward was so like universally hated, not only as like, oh, I don't like this character, but like, Oh, I he doesn't seem super necessary. It like yeah. adds a an extra element to just kind of complicate things and maybe confuse things. And here you are, just like, yeah, Daddy, make me my vision, <laughs> make me my white vision, mm, Daddy. Ooh, no. <laughs> oh, did that? Is that not? Don't love that. <laughs> phrasing bad on that one. Okay. Yeah. Episode five <laughs> on a very special <laughs> episode. In a 1980s, early 1990s setting, I think this is the, is this the, the Full House one? Full yeah. House, yeah. Um, it's that, yeah, it is that kind of wholesome, like in the 80s and 90s, that it wasn't They're just like Full House. What were the setting other Setting up they a were, picnic, picnic. Yeah, where it's just like, we're a family, and yeah, it's all about learning step. a lesson, yeah. and like, yeah. What were some of those? Family Matters. Family Matters, yep. Family um, Ties. 
family matters, family ties. Step uh, by you step. Take the good, you take the bad, and there you have the facts of life. In also, 19... um, I'm pretty sure that all of the outdoor scenes were filmed at uh, Warner Brothers, which I interned at. So I was like, oh, I remember this little park stand. Oh, yeah. None of this, none of these, <laughs> none of these. I, I want to know the last time they filmed in like a real location for any of these movies. Yeah. Like it's either on a I lot mean... in Atlanta or, you know, just just someone standing in a in a sea of green and blue yeah but i yeah i just wanted to point out that i've been no, to this fake i've been there i've been to westview uh maximoff and vision struggled to stop billy and tommy from crying agnes offers to help look after the boys but vision questions her behavior he and maximoff are interrupted when billy and tommy Lee suddenly age up to tommy. five years old did i say tommy Lee? yeah tommy Lee. it's my favorite french movie with <laughs> <laughs> They did a remake where it's a dude. It's <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom Lee. <laughs> and he's friends with that porn star or owner. Porn porn video owner. I just I'm trying to tell you that I've seen the movie Amelie, okay? <laughs> no, I know what it is. <laughs> when a dog appears at their house, the boys ask to keep it and Agnes suggests the name Sparky. Maximoff almost Maximov almost reveals her abilities to Agnes concerning Vision while the boys age up again to 10 years old. At work, Vision reads an email from S.W.O.R.D. that reveals the situation in Westview. He breaks through to real Westview resident and learns that Maximoff is controlling the town. There's a creepy thing where he makes his coworker Like he taps uh, their forehead and they're like, please yeah. let us escape. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck, you're an Avenger, help me or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Shit like that. Um... Uh, Sword sends a drone from the Did 1980s. I bunked my doink. I doinked my <laughs> bink. I stonked my donk. I <laughs> Sword sends a drone from the 1980s into Westview, which causes Sparky to run off. Hayward orders the drone be used to kill Maximoff, but she emerges from the barrier with it and warns Hayward to leave her alone. Uh, she does a thing where she makes all his guys point their guns at him. She's just yeah. like, I can do fucking anything. And also, Leave me alone. We hear the accent again here. Yeah. The, so this she's whole like, time, uh, yeah. She's been faking it. <laughs> she's been faking it. It's not real. She just wants this perfect little sitcom life. And then as soon as mm. she comes out, she's like, leave me alone. I will do what I must for my children. And, and then just... also Agnes points out, first of all, comments on it. <laughs> yeah. I love that the recast moment with Pietro, which we're coming up on, but mm. also Agnes is like, yeah, that accent really comes and goes, doesn't it? And I was like, yes, it like, does. Where are my children. She's like, where are my children? <laughs> She's making fun of her. Yeah. And but it's also true. like the children like, everyone was real. talking about, it. but everyone was talking about that the whole time. Like yeah. in, like as soon as like her third movie, it's just fucking gone. Yeah, she's just Elizabeth Olsen talking, and it's just like, oh, all right, you just didn't want to do that anymore. That's fun. Ay uh, Agnes finds Sparky dead. Mm, dead dog. Vision confronts Maximoff about her actions, but they are interrupted when Pietro arrives. Watching the broadcast, Lewis notes that Pietro has been recast. A commercial during Wandavision. Uh, advertises Lagos paper towels. Lagos is where she, uh, the events of Civil War, she blew up uh, the, the oh, person. Oh, so okay. That's... That was the one I was like, what am I not getting here? Yeah. Uh, so this PH moment, we talked a little bit about it via text, uh, yeah. but this PH moment was like 
fucking crazy when it's because I wasn't watching WandaVision week to week. And then this episode came out and everyone was like, bro. And so I just binged. I, I binged up to this point because it was it's P, the Pietro that arrives is Evan Peters. It's not. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Aaron Taylor Johnson is who played Pietro in Age of Ultron. This is uh, uh, Evan Peters who plays Quicksilver, uh, which is the comic book character in the X-Men movies. So when this moment happened, everyone was just like, oh, shit, because Disney had just at just at that time, Disney had just bought 20th Century Fox mm-hmm. and got the rights to X-Men. So we're going to be seeing X-Men probably in the MCO, MCU soon. Cool. But like this moment was like, oh. So, so tell and me. It ended up, this- and it ended up meaning nothing. So everyone was just like, oh, holy shit. It means that the multiverse is real and that this is this Quicksilver from... And then it ended up just being, oh, no, we just referenced it. He, his name is Ralph Boner, and he is a failed actor or something like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. That might answer my question because I was like, I know we talked about this being like super meta and really like in on the joke of itself, but mm-hmm. I also, from like the standpoint of the plot... It was like, oh, Pietro's back, even though he's been fucking shot to death. Yeah. This, like, well, that just... Was, but that was what, I mean... Uh, just kind of hits it? home that, like, everything Agatha, is fake. Yeah, Agatha mentions this in, in the episode. I rewatched that that episode where she was just like, I, I had to use someone fake yeah. uh, uh, because I couldn't reanimate your brother's body because he's uh, in another continent and he's full of holes. So couldn't do that. But well, you're, you were so trauma stricken that you just bought that. This yeah. You guy... didn't question it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was meta in that uh, everyone freaked out and was like, this confirms the multiverse and the X-Men are in the MCU now. And then it was just like, nah, <laughs> no, they're not. Okay. They're but not. it could, it still could mean that in a future movie. Sure, maybe. Yeah, okay. But uh but for this it was just like it was just a reference. I just remember okay. everyone freaking out and being like, wow, wow, wow. And then in the final episode it was just like, no, he's just an actor, his name is Boner. <laughs> yeah. And he thought that was funny too. Uh episode six, a new Halloween spooktacular. In a nineteen nineties, early two thousands setting, Maximoff wants to set, spend Tommy and Billy's first Halloween together as a family. This is the uh, Malcolm in the Middle episode. Yeah. Uh, but Vision tells her that he's going to patrol the streets with the neighborhood watch. Pietro offers to step in as a father figure, takes the boys trick-or-treating, causing mischief with his super speed, which Tommy is revealed to have inherited. Meanwhile, Vision explores further away from their house and finds residents of Westview standing frozen in their positions, including Agnes. Vision speaks to Agnes's real self, and she tells him that he is dead. So this was definitely like kind of a a very real attempt to throw you off the scent of Agnes yeah. uh, where you have the scene where she, she fakes, you know, coming out of it. And then is yeah, like, that, I need to rewatch this now because I, I've been trying to connect those, but I didn't realize that it was yeah. her just trying to throw him off the scent. She's definitely faking it. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Howdy, she, she has that line where she's like, are you here to save us? You're an Avenger. You're, you're going to save us. Right. And he's like, in, and then she's like, am I dead? Am I dead? Is this what's happening? Am I dead? And he's like, what do you mean? Why would you think you're dead? And she's like, because you're dead. Oh, dude. yeah. You're dead. Uh, and Earth to vision. Earth uh, to vision. You're dead. 
But it's the same thing as like Pietro keeps trying to extract information from Wanda. It keeps yeah. being like, oh, how you doing this? Oh, how you doing this? And it's all just Agatha trying to, trying to figure get it out. Info. To, yeah. The vision, oh, sorry, outside Westview, Hayward orders Rambo, Lewis, and Wu to leave the base for disagreeing with his decision to attack Maximoff, but they sneak inside and hack into his computer to discover that he has been tracking Vision's vibranium signature. We tries- love a good hacking the mainframe moment. <laughs> yeah, we had to have to have it. Yep. We got to have that. We got to have serums. There were no serums in this show. No so. serums. Uh, Vision tries to push through the static wall, but he begins to disintegrate. Billy Very senses. upsetting. Yeah. Um, Billy senses this and tells Maximoff, who expands the hexagonal static wall. Vision, Lewis, and several sword agents are enveloped by the new boundary, which is like a circus. Yeah, it looks like a circus. But also, a, okay, so... A claymation he- commercial during the WandaVision program advertises Yo! Magic Yogurt. It's the, it's the uh, scariest uh, one. Yeah, it's, it's very spooky, like, like only for survivors. But it also looks like every claymation Gogurt commercial from yep. 1997 to 2008. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, they call it the hexagonal static wall. Yes, I realize that. But they also call it the hex. So for the a while, hex, I was yeah. like the hex as in like it's a spell. Yeah. But it's Which also is... actually a hexagonal static wall. I think it's just, you know, witch pun which lore which we which, know i am into yeah. beyond measure anything with pirates <laughs> and anything with witches sign me up yeah getting that text for you being like being like i am on board with the salem i was just I, like all right <laughs> i like salem shit most <laughs> episode seven breaking the fourth wall uh this is like a modern family yeah i was gonna say this episode. reminds me of modern family it's definitely modern family uh specifically i remember um uh, i forget her name the actress who plays claire dunphy on modern family i don't she... know but she's also in um happy gilmore yes uh when she <laughs> I know it's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. You said that like a like a uh huh. <laughs> That's who that is. And, well, Julie Bowen. Her name yes, is Julie Bowen. Good for um, you. I remember <laughs> w- w- <laughs> Jesus when this episode came out. She like uh, made a post or whatever. It was just like like holy shit. I'm like a part of this. Like it's kind of cool yeah. that like because she's very clearly playing like Claire. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's straight up playing. And uh, I don't know. I I would feel so cool about like oh. In the show that is taking on classic sitcom, sitcom yeah. formats, Very I cool. am the classic sitcom format for the 2000s. Yeah, um, especially for like, yeah, because the the looking at the camera, I'm like, okay, we have The Office, we have Parks and Rec, but Martin Family is such a good sitcom, and it was, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. I was glad it's that they like, that show is kind of like a... Not it didn't fly under the radar. Like I know it was a very popular show, but oh, yeah, it won so many Emmys and stuff. But, but like, like I'm it, glad that they like gave it a nod. In terms of like, I think I think real it it's it's a true thing that like in nerd comedy circles, you're more likely to hear about Thirty Rock. You're more likely to hear about you know Parks and Recreation uh, than you are to hear about Modern Family. Yeah. and Modern Family is so it was was so it's fun. really good. And it's, Really good. And this show mirrors that show really well. They did, yeah, they do a really good job of her just being like, I don't, yeah, (laughs) breaking down. 
Uh, mid to late 2000s setting, Maximoff decides to have a day to herself, and Agnes agrees to babysit Tommy and Billy. Maximoff sees various parts of her house constantly changing and is unable to control them. Vision wakes up to find the sword agents inside the boundary are now members of a circus. He releases Darcy from the spell, and she tells Vision about his death and the events that led to the current situation. Uh, outside of Westview, Rambo and Wu meet with loyal sword personnel to obtain a vehicle designed to cross the barrier. I remember, okay, this is why everyone's mind was breaking during WandaVision. It was like, it was like we were deep into the pandemic and the show comes out and then everyone just has mad theories. There was mm -hmm. a, like in this episode before this, uh, Jimmy Wu and Monica Rambo were like, oh, we got a, we got a former, you know, aerospace engineer agent that we're going to meet up with and they're going to help us. And everyone was just like, it's going to be Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> and then, like, like absolute, like brains broken by the mystery of the show. Just trying to be like, like, because they just met up with a random person with no actual name. And it was just so, <laughs> un I don't know. I just remember how everyone was collectively kind of losing their minds as the show was going up. <laughs> it's going to be this, it's, oh, it's Ant-Man aerospace engineer it's gonna be tony stark brought back from the dead and it's just like no it's just a faceless person uh they I'm try to that, uh, that happened to you guys that you're uh, collective okay, team of nerds <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry sometimes i didn't give a shit through, i don't even I, know who the fantastic four is you say that and i think the beatles sometimes i'll fab four Sometimes I'll get like halfway through saying something that I think is interesting in on this podcast, and I can just I just look at you and I can see the lack of care, yeah, just the, the wash, <laughs> and I'm just like, no, it's really it's because we and you were just like, oh fuck, okay. I missed that went over my head, but I understood <laughs> what I could about the television show. Uh, they try to cross the barrier with a vehicle. When the tactic proves unsuccessful, Rambo decides to enter herself. She passes through the static wall and emerges with seemingly heightened vision. As she's going through, uh, we hear like audio. Uh, audio. We hear a lot of audio from Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and essentially, what is happening here is that she is uh, getting Captain Marvel powers. Yeah. Okay. So, That's, I kind of thought I was like, she has powers now. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, Rambo confronts Maximoff, but Agnes tells Rambo to leave and takes Maximoff into her house. Maximoff looks for the boys in the basement and discovers a strange layer. I love Agnes it. I love it. This is the best part of the whole show. Agnes introduces herself as a witch named Agatha Harkness and reveals that she has been disrupting Maximoff's life, including sending an imposter Pietro and killing Sparky. Uh, the, I believe, Emmy award-winning song, uh, Agatha All Along, uh, written by uh, Robert Lopez. The the people who did, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Frozen? Frozen, yeah. The people who yeah. did Frozen wrote this song. Uh, <laughs> and, and so they just do a flashback to like, it's just so it's a bop dude agatha yeah, all along it's so is so good bop. And she's just like i'm in on it wink i'm in on this one too wink wink <laughs> i killed the dog <laughs> yeah god bless Hahn. so oh. good uh a commercial av uh, advertises nexus antidepressants um and nexus wait isn't that the word for the thing in loki 
Yeah. Uh, so we should say to our listeners that uh, Maisie uh, jumped ahead and watched the first episode of Loki and Nexus is uh, next. To Guilty Nexus. as charged. Uh, I don't know if that was the uh, Nexus is a Marvel thing. And so I think that, uh, yeah, that's just um, it was. I don't know. I don't know. I it was also know. like a it was a crazy antidepressant commercial because it's like it won't make you feel sad, but it'll make you feel better <laughs> about your shit life or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, that's honestly that's what antidepressants do. <laughs> yeah, I've been snorting SSRIs since I could talk. They make me feel better about my shit fucking life. Uh, episode eight, previously on, in Salem in 1693. And here time... I am eating my popcorn because I love witch stuff. <laughs> a coven of witches led by Harkness's mother, Evanora. Oh, didn't know that. Attempt to execute Harkness for practicing dark magic, but she drains their life forces. Ooh. Have you ever seen Hocus Pocus? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a good, absolutely. It's a good, good witch movie. Yeah, that's a good witch movie. Yeah, yeah. Or have you, you read just... um, Arthur Miller's The Crucible? Yeah, I was forced have to read been that in middle in school. I was not. I was not in. Okay. I was not in the Crucible. We didn't do the Crucible. Yeah, you didn't not... play Giles. They were you not... didn't play no, Tichuba. Were... Okay. I mean, just just say that I that I couldn't pull off John uh, Jonathan Harker, uh, not Jonathan Harker, John Proctor. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan Harker's it. from Dracula. <laughs> just say that I can't be Proctor. Tell me I can't play Proctor. Say it to my fucking face. Um... <laughs> in, the pre- <laughs> in the present, Harkness demands to know how Maximoff is controlling Westview and forces Maximoff to relive key memories. Uh, I thought this was a fun episode. You kind of it was it, it, fun, but it was really upsetting because basically yeah. Agnes is like shepherding Wanda through these like really dark and traumatic parts of her life. Yeah, and it's, it's just like she th- there's no way to escape, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is really really upsetting. The number of times that that Elizabeth Olsen's just like, hey, I don't want to be doing this, and Agnes yeah. is just like, but I gotta Do know, <laughs> but we gotta know. Yeah. Um, Harkness learns that Maximoff has had magical abilities since he was a child, which were amplified by the Mind Stone, and she has always enjoyed sitcoms. Oh, uh, what a what a sentence! Yeah, that one's uh, so the it, crux of the whole show. So essentially, we go back to um, in Age of Ultron. We kind of learn a little bit about how you know there was a Stark Industries bomb uh, that landed in their home, and uh, so her and Pietro became radicalized against uh, people like Tony Stark um, and joined, you know, a terrorist organization. Hydra uh, took them in and stuff like that. But we see the scene of their parents dying Mm -hmm. and they're sitting and watching the Walnut episode of the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. Uh, And, and the, their fucking home explodes and uh, Wanda apparently cast like a spell probability hex is what uh, Agatha says unknowingly. Um, to save her and her brother from oh, the bomb I exploding. I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah. she. Uh, so that was the thing, like, oh, you've been a witch since you were a little girl. Oh, You're okay, just a yeah. little baby witch. But um, what really awoke your power was when was you were bomb? being ex- ex- experimented. No, was when you were being experimented on. Oh, okay. With the Mind Stone. So, uh, and then we also get a, a scene uh, where she's watching Malcolm in the Middle and Vision comes in, and they have uh, a little conversation about grief. 
the line of the, the line. show. The, the line, line of, of the show. Uh, but what is grief if not love persevering? Hmm. Very beautiful. You see, he has a little speech where she's like, my brother's dead now. I'm not going to feel good until I just yeah. keep. She says, she's her line about like, it's just like it comes in waves and the wave will knock you down. And when you try to get up, it just comes for you again. And you just never think you're going to stand up again. And I'm like, that's like a really salient way to talk about having depression or having, you know, trauma. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. Yeah. I, I I enjoy that this is not enjoy, but I respect that this TV show is a lot about Wanda avoiding processing trauma and grief. And this moment is like the most real, uh, most eloquent way of describing what it is to feel grief, I guess. Yeah, um, I think that it does a good job. Like a lot of the, a lot of times movies like this will try to like tackle a tough subject. I think we'll see that it, uh, a little bit more in Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm -hmm. where it, where I think it doesn't really work. Um, but this works. I don't know, it's simple. It does it 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 simple it, and it's eloquent. Simple and eloquent. Yeah. What is grief if not love persevering? And 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 spoken through like a like a robot. Like yeah, a fucking, that I'm in love with. Magenta robot, man. <laughs> yeah. Your magenta robot boyfriend is just like, I've never felt anything. So absence is something I'm not capable of knowing. But what is grief if not love persevering? Now turn around and bend over. <laughs> <laughs> now you're saying it more than I am. I, no, it's just because it's fun. It is fun to say. Now turn around and bend over. Uh, after the blip, Maximoff visited Sword to recover Vision's body, but Hayward refused to let her bury him. He makes a good point. Uh, you can't just take $3 billion of vibranium and put it in the ground. I've said it before. Sad. I've been saying it for years. You can't Haywood's... just bury all this vibranium. <laughs> I've screamed it from the rooftops and people tell me to come down. Maxima, uh, unable to feel any life in vision, she drove to a lot in Westview that he had bought for her before his death so that they could live there. In a fit of grief, she manifested a house on a lot and a new version of vision and extended the hex across the entire town. Uh, so that's what happens. That's, that's, that's just like, like, this is how the whole show happens. It starts mm -hmm. right here. Okay. Yeah. Is, is she, she went to get vision. She didn't steal him. So Hayward lied. Um, but he, yeah, uh, 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 this was what happened. We get he the full reveal. He bought her a house. We bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. <laughs> what that would have Matt been so Damon. Much <laughs> she walks into she walks it's out like a zoo girl zoo. walking by. <laughs> and she, she opens it up and it just says to grow old together in. We bought a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Okay, so we did all the classic sitcoms with WandaVision. Now, so now we let's do WandaVision movies. season two. And WandaVision season two is gonna be a full parody of We Bought a Zoo. But also Field of Dreams. If you build the zoo, the animals will come. But the whole time, they're like trying to figure out what's going on, Wanda. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, Harkness concludes that Maximoff possesses a legendary form of magic called chaos magic and dubs her the Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch. Witch. Which is her name in the comics. That's a, that was the, yeah. that's a fun way to sort of tie that in. Mm. 
I was kind of like whatever on this because you had referred to her before as the Scarlet Witch, so yeah. So I kinda you're like, oh, it doesn't be. <laughs> it's your origin story, Wanda. Whatever. In a mid-credit scene, Hayward reactivates the Vision, the now all-white reassembled original body. So creepy. So mm. creepy. Yeah. Spooky Viz. Don't love Viz. it. Viz. Um, yeah, she calls him Viz. That's a. I think that's such a cute little nickname. That is really cute. Wouldn't it be Viz? I don't know. Hey don't Viz. Know anything. Hey Viz. I like Viz best. All right. Episode nine, the series finale. Harkness attempts to take Maximoff's chaos magic, but is interrupted by the Vision, who tries to kill Maximoff. So new Vision flies the in. Vision. Yeah. New the Vision flies in, tries to squeeze her head. Yeah, so scary. Uh, Maximoff's vision intervenes and fights the vision throughout Westview. Harkness frees the town's residents from Maximoff's control and they convince her to open the barrier. There's like a scene where they're all walking at her and they're like, hey, we like have your nightmares and yeah. like all of this is, this is terrible. <laughs> You're this is like, we don't like this. <laughs> yeah, we have your nightmares, one. <laughs> yeah, that was like when that line, and then uh, <laughs> I laughed at this because it's because it's Kitty from that '70s show. Yeah. She just goes, she just goes, if you won't let us go, let at us least die. kill us, let yeah. us die. It's just yeah. like, oh my god, Kitty, Kitty, <laughs> chill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she stops when Vision and the twins begin to disintegrate, but not before Hayward and Sword enter. So that's the crux of this episode is she's like, do I, I got to let everybody go. If I let everybody go, then I lose the fake family that I've yeah. created for myself out of trauma. Um, yeah. Also weird that they're not half robot, half Wanda, but <laughs> I'll let that slide because Mendelian <laughs> genetics would dictate that they might have a little robot in them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did a Punnett Square where it was just like robot, robot, witch, witch, and it came out to normal child. All right. You laugh, but this is how science works. <laughs> There's a question on the MCAT about this shit, okay? There's a question on the MCAT. If, if, if Pietro... Okay. They're co-dominant, okay? The alleles. Rambo learns that Pietro is an actor named Ralph Boner. And freezing from <laughs> Harkness's control before helping the Tinsaw start. This is so stupid. It's so good, though. I think it's so great that it's just like this struggling actor whose name is Ralph Boner. And I'm like, oh, is this a struggling porn actor or something? But even he finds his name funny. Yeah, she's like, she's like, your name is Ralph Boner? And he's like, Boner. <laughs> <laughs> so good. What is uh, it about, um, what's his name? Ryan Peters, Aaron Peters, what is it? Evan Peters. Evan yeah. Peters. And he's also in American Horror Story. And he always kind of mm -hmm. plays like someone who's a little off. But he's like yeah. a perfectly nice looking dude. But he always yeah. plays someone who's like seemingly cool, but like, maybe also of big time evil. Big time evil weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. With <laughs> Uh, 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 Rambo learns that he's Ralph Boner and frees from the Harkness Crow before helping the twins stop sword. Uh, Hayward point blank tries to fucking shoot kids yeah. with a gun. <laughs> and Bye. then she just steps in and, uh, you know, uh, apparently is absorbs the bullets. Absorbs bullets. It's 
we i'm sure we'll find out what her actual powers are yeah but it's i think it's cool that she walked through the hex and gets purple eye power okay yeah she's like hi i'm purple i'm purple eye power lady now thank you uh, the vision flees after vision restores his memories. So I sent you a meme. <laughs> I think the meme is really funny uh, where it's like the two, like, wo- I think they're called Wojaks. Uh, it's two Wojak women dre- like just being like, I am not a witch. Give me your power. And then the two dudes are just like that dude face. They're just like, so there's this boat. Ah, yes. Understandable. Like, <laughs> Get it. Yep. That's the difference between that's the two like emotional cruxes, like battles that are happening are like the, the two witches throwing purple and red yeah. at each other. And then vision versus the vision is just like, so the ship of Theseus is yeah. a thought experiment in which yeah. is the boat actually the ship of Theseus anymore? Um, which I don't know. I thought that was kind of clever. It's uh, cool that they, yeah, I think it's it, it's a nice reminder that Vision is still a robot and like exists yeah. on um, logic. Logic, and, yeah, and not, yeah. I require elaboration. That was the line that the Vision says. Um, num, num, num. Maximoff num, places num. magical runes around the barrier that prevent Harkness from using her magic. There's a scene in the episode previous where she's in her dungeon and she's just like, you can't do that. You haven't put the runes down. You don't know yeah. shit about magic. Who are you, sir? Yeah. Uh, but she puts runes around the barrier that prevent Harkness from using her magic and traps her in the Agnes persona. Uh, Howdy, she also, Yeah, she also becomes like Sort of like a little cool comic book sort of version of Wanda with the crown mm. and the outfit. Who she and also she... was for Halloween in this show. Yes. Uh, in, the sh- in the Halloween episode, everyone is wearing like like golden era accurate uh, costumes <laughs> uh, comic, comic book costumes of themselves. Like Vision wearing like the green and the... It's yeah. so goofy, but it's like that's what the comics used to look like. Um, Maximoff says goodbye to Vision and the twins before collapsing the hex and going into hiding. Um, I so, shed a yeah. tear during this. When when everything's you know breaking down and he's like disappearing and he's like yeah and he's like we said goodbye so it stands to reason and she goes we'll say hello again and I was yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> it's effective like it really it's crazy that like this these these two characters that i was like i don't really give a shit about that yeah uh, and are... now i am i feeling oh no that's from the uh, am i, I, I haven't, <laughs> you I haven't you referenced the grinch in so you long you caught it in there <laughs> am i feeling i'm leaking max okay in a mid credit scene hayward is arrested while rambo is informed by a scroll that a friend of her mother's wants to meet. And uh, when she says where, she points up to the sky. And uh, it's bum, bada, bum, Captain Marvel. It's going to be Captain Marvel. So you will see, um, we will see Monica Rambeau again in uh, the Marvels. The, in the Marvels, uh, which is going to be Monica Rambeau, uh, Captain Marvel. And uh, there's an upcoming show called Miss Marvel, which is about. Uh, uh, Miss Marvel. Pa- she's a Pakistani teenager who gets a uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, who gets powers and cool. um, yeah. So that'll be that comes out later this year. Uh, in a post-credit scene, Maximoff hears the twins cry for help while studying the dark hold in her astral form. 
So this post credit scene, I knew it was the last episode, and I saw the post credit scene with um, Rambo, but mm. I only let it like keep going through the show because I was like waiting for nachos to heat up or something. And when there was <laughs> another post credit scene after all the credits, it was like one of those moments where I like look to the side, a camera like zooms in on Maisie, like. And you're what? like, oh, God, oh, yeah. man. And then it was yeah. just like, she's in a house. <laughs> yeah. But like, it was cool. Okay, so let's unpack this a little bit. She hears the kids. Yeah. She's studying the runes or the, mm-hmm. you know. The Darkhold. It's like the evil, the magic witch yeah, book. Like yeah. that book from Hocus Pocus. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I was like, okay, so is this setting up, not going to set up a season two so much as setting up like that she can do anything. <laughs> Wanda will appear uh, in a uh, co-starring supporting role in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay, um, and she's that sets heavily up featured in the trailers for that. So, uh, if I had to guess, I think it's setting up that Wanda believes that she can actually make her children exist, or maybe uh, if I had to guess, the the movie's about a multiverse. She's probably going to try and go into a multiverse where her children exist, and she can like get her children. Because I don't know. Are we ever going to see that ever it. again? Uh, I assume so. I mean, the I the white so. one, the white one just flew away, and he has all the memories uh, of Vision now. So I assume. Okay, we'll so he see so him. he put all the memories of Vision into the Vision. So the white yeah. boy Vision is just flying white, around so, with so a lot white of white boy Vision. <laughs> so white boy Vision is flying around trying to figure stuff out with a lot of trauma. I assume okay. we'll see him again. Um, okay. And there's yeah. also I saw a thing that they're maybe doing a show with Agatha. There is. I did want to. I did want to mention this that uh, they they announced the Disney Plus series House of Harkness is uh, should be coming out next year, um, which is so interesting because it's fully based on the fact that everyone loved her in this show, yeah. just period. And because Agatha Harkness as a comic book character is not popular, very popular. She hasn't had all that many. She's never had her own solo comic book okay and now she, she's okay. gonna have a tv show so this like this is a question i have it's fully based on katherine hahn it's fully okay. based on i love that you know, i love, love that so hahn. much because yeah. i would watch a whole show about that um mm. and i hope that it's like salem and witchy <laughs> uh but also so this is a question i had uh the characters that are in this show are they in the comics we know vision is in the comics sure we know wanda's in the comics Agatha's in the comics. Uh, Monica Rambo's in the comics. Not this story is uh, is fully original though. Uh, this is like f- fully. They didn't put. There's no like okay. comic book series where they become the like, sitcom obsessed and like the hex or whatever. But okay. Agatha was it was like a witch in the comics, uh, okay. sort of a low tier villain. But um, yeah, I don't know. Are Wanda and Vision married in the comics? Or like yeah, they together? Ha- they they okay. they're together in the comics. So that they was the reason kids. for the push for this. Yes, they have twin kids named uh, what are they named? Uh, the kid with the telekinesis is named Wiccan, <laughs> and then the kid with the uh, it's like Speedo or something. Alan. It's, 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 <laughs> okay, <something> stupid. <laughs> Alan. It's Alan. <laughs> Alan and um, Wiccan. Alan and Wiccan. Um, but yeah, that's WandaVision. Thoughts wow, on I really liked it. TV show, yeah. Okay, so I liked it. I'm still confused. I wish there was more. I kind of want to rewatch it again. Cool about yeah. the comics. This show, I think, did really well because I know that everyone was talking about it. Mm-hmm. It was a huge hit. It was like it came out like right into like the second 
quarantine that people were kind of going into and so it just became this weird obsessive thing and it was the first you know show uh not the first show that they made that's like in universe but like the first one that's relevant and is like pulling directly from the movies yeah um so my next question is do we start okay so i watched the first episode of loki but you mentioned that so chronologically the next series that got released was falcon and the winter soldier uh you we could interchange uh, Loki and Falcon and the Winter Soldier because they don't run into each other at all. There's no like, we, there's nothing in Loki that'll make you go, oh shit, I should have watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, so we can just do, we'll do Loki next uh, okay. if that's cool. And then we'll do Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, but yeah. And then what's the next movie after that? Black Widow? The next movie will be Black Widow. So okay. we'll do, we'll do Loki season one. Um, we'll Is do there going to be another Winter- season of Loki? They, yes, they have announced a season two of Loki. Ooh, so. Okay. So um, now, just while before we get into Loki, let me just mm-hmm. set up what I know. So, right in that, is it the first Avengers or the second Avengers? It's the first Avengers movie is okay, when it gets and, caught. Yeah, and he like grabs the tesseract and boom, he's out of there. That's where it starts. That's where it and starts. Then yeah, we don't see him until the beginning of Infinity War. Well, okay, so this is the loki from Endgame. so the so the loki timeline that we so it's uh uh, nerd boring so the timeline is uh uh, at the the avengers in endgame went back in time to the first avengers movie Mm -hmm. to get the stones and all that stuff but they screwed up and the tesseract fell into loki's hands and loki vanished away Gotcha. They then went further back in time to get the Tesseract and then went back to the present, did it, set, set all the back. But this takes place as uh, a Loki stole, the, the Loki that stole the Tesseract starting that branch timeline. Okay. Yeah. And then we don't see him again until he dies. No, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And we got Mobius. And I now I can understand your damn TikToks because wow, I have yeah, no idea wow. what way is up. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. I can't wait. <laughs> I watched the first. I, I rewatched the that? first episode. I love that guy. What, wow. what, what happened to that? What happened? To that? He didn't like to talk. What happened to that guy? What do you mean? Yeah, you don't like to talk. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> love to talk. Yeah. Talk. Talky. 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 Uh, love it. Uh, okay. so we'll see you next time for Loki. Uh, this Thanks has for been watching. Thanks for listening. Yada yada yada. Good night, everybody. Tune in next week. Bang. Bye. The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod, and if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at O underscore my underscore laud 624, and Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HaHaTimBridge. Thanks for listening. See you next week.